It is party time. Welcome to Tuesday, Monday's Hangover. Let's get to some things that we need to get to. Uh, but before we do, I want to remind everybody I'm coming to Kansas City on the 14th through the 16th. That is a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We're going to be five shows and three nights. Come check us out. Uh, ChadPraytherLive.com. Also going to be in um, Wyoming, South Dakota, Granbury, Texas, a few other places uh, bouncing around. Oh, we just announced a show, another show at District 249, Tomball, Texas. going to be a straight-up comedy show. Been there. I think that'll be about the fifth, sixth time I've done a show at District 249. And uh, this one will be all new. It'll be a lot of fun. So come hang out with us. Um, you know, Brandon, I wish, uh, you know, last night in, um, in you know, here in Nashville, uh, last night I, I popped into the uh, the live chat of the show, but it was mm-hmm. after it wasn't live anymore, and you were in there, and uh, I, I always I always look at the live chat, and I wish I there was like I wish we, if we were doing this show live, it would be so much fun to be able to take live chat comments sometimes. Yeah, yeah like the streamers and, do the and deal with chats. people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, we don't get to do that. So, you know, if you guys are watching the show, uh, typically I'm lurking somewhere, you know, while the show is premiering. Brandon is always in there. Yep. And, um, you know, sometimes I comment on some things. We'll whack some trolls, stuff like that. <laughs> but, um, you know, there were a few comments last night that I noticed I wanted to get into and, and clarify something because uh, people tend who don't watch this show, they tend to jump in and they assume to know like what perspective we're coming from, right? Like, Mm -hmm. oh, you are a bunch of Republicans or whatever. Brandon, I'm going to go out on a limb and say you're not a dyed-in-the-wool GOP Republican, right? No, no, I don't (laughs) think I'd describe myself as such. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect example. You know, I, I, and and nor do I, nor do I. And so... Uh, you know, people automatically identify you with a political party, but uh, I, I've never been a part of a political party. I have no desire to be a part of a political party. Um, I'm a conservative guy. And uh, I was reading one of the comments, Brandon, last night where mm-hmm. people were saying, you know, Republicans are just as bad as Democrats. And it's like, welcome to the show. <laughs> welcome. W- welcome to what we say here on a regular basis. Uh, big government is the problem. Yep. And so uh, somebody was commenting last night talking about, you know, Republicans in Texas uh, and how they're the ones who have allowed Democrats to take over in the state house in Texas. And it's like, yeah, if you looked at my social media, you would see that I just literally posted a video yesterday morning about that very topic. So, you know, you guys need to kind of keep up a little bit better. Educate these folks. Educate these folks. Uh, anyway, I um and the topic, by the way, I'll go ahead and address it, was uh, talking about this that I made the video about and something you guys need to be aware of, because what happens in Texas affects the rest of the country because, uh, you know, we have mass migration of illegals coming across the Texas southern border. And, uh, it, you know, what happens in Texas, ultimately, it funnels to the rest of the United States. One of the big things that we're dealing with in Texas is um, is countries that are on the national threat assessment list. Countries like Iran, China, uh, places like that. North Korea would be on one. Well, you know, the Chinese, people who don't live in Texas, uh, but have interests in the Communist Chinese Party, they buy land in Texas. 
And uh, State Senator Lois Kolkhorst from Brenham, Texas, she introduced Bill 147 in the Texas House, which actually passed through the Senate. And it basically said if if you you know, if you're one of those people, you can't buy land in Texas because they don't value, you know, Texas property rights and they undermine, you know, your rights as a property owner. And it's just dangerous. And so what she discovered or what we're discovering now by the way, that bill did not get through the uh, did not make it to Greg Abbott's desk, which he, Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, did say he would sign that into law where those on the national threat assessment list could not buy land in Texas. But it never made it to his desk because of uh, some good old fashioned Republicans in Texas. Uh, they kill that deal. They killed that deal. Um, and now we're discovering that uh, they were actually that people were actually using WeChat. WeChat is a social media platform that is actually owned by the Communist Chinese Party, and uh, they were they were um, mobilizing protesters. The day that bill was presented, they mobilized a, a bunch of protesters, specifically Chinese protesters, to come to the Texas Capitol in uh, in protest and the bill died so um there you go that's that's what republicans will get you in places like the state of texas when yes you're absolutely right uh it would seem that democrats are running the show you need to check out a great documentary just get on there and google it or go to go to the social media for uh, texas scorecard and texas scorecard has an incredible new uh documentary that came out a uh, week before last called the texas heist the texas heist and it's actually about that very topic about how uh, Democrats have stolen the uh, state house from Republicans because Republicans are, are Republicans in name only. They're not truly conservatives. It's amazing when you look, whether it's in your state government or the federal government, how many times you see Republicans, people who have an R by their name, uh, claim to be Republicans, who ran on a Republican ticket. They tend to be very, very liberal, very Democrat. Uh, they're willing to embrace some Democrat ideals. You don't typically see Democrats doing that. You don't, you don't see Democrats on the left side of the aisle, especially now that classical liberalism is dead in the water and you have more of a progressive leftist ideology. You never see them moving towards the conservative side or, or doing any of those deals. Now, if I'm wrong, I, I welcome you to prove that point. Uh, but you take, for instance, um, Vladimir Zelensky. Vladimir Zelensky has now come out and said that he's not going to run for, he's not going to have a state election in Ukraine unless America pays for it, unless America and the UN uh, pays for it. So he says, I'm not going to take the money that was sent here for our defense and hold an election. You have to basically supply me with money that is specifically earmarked for an election. Otherwise, we're not going to have one. Ah, you know, people who say things like that tend to be um, um, dictators and extortionists. And it seems to be that's what that guy tends to, you know, he shapes up to be that quite often. So stop with your Crimea River nonsense about Volodymyr Zelensky being some kind of hero. He's not. He's, he's very dictatorish. And uh, when you say things like that, like, yeah, we're just not going to have an election. I'll just stay in power. And guess who he told it to? You know, who, you know who, he, who he initially revealed that to? None other than Republican Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham. Ah, oh, these guys, they love a good war, don't they? It just keeps the coffers full, just keeps the money rolling in. So I say all that to say I don't give a rat's ass if you got an R or a D or an I or whatever by your name. I don't really care. You know, uh, speaking of, um, of people that have no balls, uh, 
Brandon, let me bring you back up. Did you see the streamies? Did you see that Dylan Mulvaney won a streamie? I did. I did. I saw his whole uh, acceptance speech. What a what a year that guy's <laughs> had. He's been crushing. Wow. Yeah, you know, Dylan, Dylan, first of all, had a hard time. We don't have the clip. Uh, and I didn't tell you to pull it, so I, I was like, I should have. I should have, but then I thought, I don't want to do We even want to talk about Dylan Mulvaney anymore, but then yeah. I got thinking about people that have no balls yeah. or at least shriveled up little marbles, and I thought Dylan Mulvaney. And while he was doing this, <laughs> first of all, people say, what's a, what's a streamy? A streamy, correct me if I'm wrong, Brandon, a streamy is is basically somebody that's a social media influencer and they've, they've done something significant, right? Yeah, it's like social media influencers, <laughs> the, the Twitch streamers, stuff like that, but it's very... It's very partisan. There were a few streamers who didn't get invited that are huge streamers, but because they're not uh, hmm. willing to spew the propaganda, their their brand risks. Which I was got you. Interesting. So, it's it's an award show for people who have gotten it's, popular yeah, it's, online. It's a circle jerk for influencers. <laughs> Pretty much internet famous. Twenty first <laughs> yeah. century way of saying you're unemployed but you're popular. Uh, so. You know, so Dylan gets up there. He's wrestling with his ball gown. The reason, the reason is he's pulling on his dress the entire time. You yeah. know, pulling the thing up because there's no tits in there. Nope. It's so. I mean, zero, zero. I mean, if Dylan was truly committed to to 530 days of girlhood, or however many he's into right at this point, you'd think he'd go ahead and buy some boobs. Yeah, I mean, you look, know? look. If I was going to become a woman, that'd be like the first thing I look into is nice tits, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Especially if I was going to keep my penis. Like, yeah. if I was going to keep my penis and that was going to be, you know, my, uh, my, um, you know, my go-to place for pleasure, <laughs> I would want to have some boobs to grab onto, like, if that's what I'm going to do. But he, he doesn't have any boobs because, yeah. again, he's not, he's not legitimate. He's not authentic in this regard. Uh, and so he's pulling at his dress, pulling at his dress. And I, I tweeted underneath um, uh, Robbie Starbucks' tweet of this video. I said, uh, you know what would keep that dress up? Uh, if it was a, on a w real woman, <laughs> if it was on a real woman, see what I did there. But, uh, you know, Dylan was just so surprised and so shocked. And then uh, in his very awkward way, said, no, I'm going to go have a beer. Yeah. And I bet Bud Light just cringed and uh. said, you know, shut the F up. <laughs> yeah. At this point, they're going to need to pay him to stop talking about it. Yeah. 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 And you know that he had that acceptance speech just planned right out. Oh, oh, I bet um, I bet he's had that acceptance speech written for years because in oh, it he does 100%. say like I thought I was gonna win a Tony, but now I want a streamy and you know, whatever. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, in this vein of fake people, whether it's fake Republicans or, you know, fake women, there's fake Joe Biden. Um the National Archives, get this, dude. I, I sent you this. This I, I'm like, I'm blown away. I, I want you to wrap your head around this number, folks. The National Archives has about 5,400, 5,400. That's 54 times 100. <laughs> Emails, records linked to Joe Biden's email aliases aliases um joe biden uh wow amazing robert peters robin ware 
JRBware. All these are names that were used to share government information and discuss business with Hunter Biden and associates, according to the Southeastern Legal Foundation, which filed a lawsuit to compel the agency to turn over the emails. Please, God, don't let them destroy these emails. Uh, all too often, public officials abuse their power by using it for their personal or political benefit. When they do, many seek to hide it. Uh, that was Kimberly Herman. Uh, who is general counsel for Southeastern Legal Foundation, says the only way to preserve government integrity is for NARA to release Biden's nearly 5,400 emails to SLF. Mm. And thus the public. I mean, dare we, dare we hope that these actually get released to the public? James Comer, you know, in August requested the archives hand over all the documents of communication in which then Vice President Joe Biden used pseudonyms such as Robert Peters, Robin Ware and J.R.B. Ware. We need to, Brandon, we need to come up with a list of pseudonyms for Joe Biden. Um, <laughs> Have his, his, like, his full like, alias list. Yeah, we need to come up with a list for that, like Richard Dangle, you know, uh, <laughs> this this email signed by Richard Dick Dangle. Um, I, yeah, he said there was, you know, remember Joe Biden said there was absolutely no wall or, or I'm sorry, there was an absolute wall between his family's foreign business schemes and his duties as vice president. Now, now, first of all, it begs the question, do you think Joe Biden's family would have foreign business dealings? Brandon, I, you know, I don't know. Does your family have a lot of foreign business dealings? If, if they do, I'm not getting a cut. So I'm getting screwed royally. <laughs> I'm going to need to look into that. I can. <clears throat> like I'm racking my brain right now to think of if, you know, any of my uh, redneck folks in my family, I don't have any cousins, nobody like that. Uh, no, no foreign business dealings. I don't, you know, if Joe Biden hadn't been Joe Biden, I can't imagine them having any foreign business dealings, <laughs> but yet he was Joe Biden. It's so, uh, you know, that again, that's what they call influence peddling. So you got to provide the national archives has got to provide these unredacted records to further the investigation into the, uh, into the Biden family corruption. You know, the Robert Peters alias raised a lot of concerns. Um, it's, 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 um, yeah, in that, that, that thing was used over and over again. And when a government official is using an obscure government network and, and using an alias, yikes, what are you, what are you trying to hide there, Bobby Peters? Uh, yeah, he CC'd Hunter on that one about Ukraine, the email. Um, includes an attachment with the vice president's schedule indicating that he had spoken by phone to then Ukrainian ple uh, president uh, Petro Poroshenko. So there you go. All right, guys, listen, everybody deals with pain from time to time. And I'm not talking about the pain in the neck you get from Robert Peters. Uh, listen, deal with pain, whether it's inflammation or, you know, just the crap that goes on. You, it happens. You live with it. You sustain it. You deal with it. You move forward. But sometimes there's no moving forward because the pain is just there and it just doesn't go away. It comes back day after day until it fills your world and steals some of the joy that you get out of life. Now, 
if you're one of the people who experienced this, you know how really awful it can be. Now, the good news is it doesn't have to be that way. Relief factor is a great way to reduce pain, which is mostly caused by inflammation in the joints. And when you take it as directed, it could absolutely change your life. It, it definitely changed mine. Now, relief factor is not a drug, but it was developed by doctors and it reduces inflammation in your body. 70% of the people who take it keep on taking it and they keep on ordering it because they found that it works. So if you're living with pain, try the three-week quick start, 19 19- it's a trial pack. Go to relieffactor.com or give them a call, 800-4-RELIEF. That's the number four relief, 800-4-RELIEF. Go to relieffactor.com. We'll be right back. Mm, all right. Uh, a lot of people asking me about my voice. It's still, mm, I'd love to say it's all sexy and deep and, yeah, radio voice. But it's not. It's not. It's nasty. And uh, I think I've been doing too much stuff to it, trying to get it well. But um, either way, here we are. Here we are with this voice. Uh, Yeah, COVID. Let's talk about it one more time because I just don't think you're hearing what I'm saying yet. I'm going to keep saying it until you get it. Just say no, people. Just say no. They're bringing it back. They, they, they listen. Corinne Jean Pierre is is talking about. We'll talk about more about this later on. But Corinne Jean Pierre's already said there's a new vaccine coming. Biden administration encouraging you to get it. They're already pushing the masks. There's a lot of places they're wanting to do it. I want you to have a conversation with yourself before you even leave the house, and you just tell yourself you're not going to do it. You find that inner fortitude and you're just not going to do it. Uh, you don't think it's coming. It's coming. And it's amazing to me that they can just plan this out. I mean, a, a, a virus so smart that it times itself to only be released on an election year. It's an incredibly smart virus. Uh, that, that just knows when to show up, you know, knows when to just burst out. And the fact that the powers that are out there can, can just predict it. They know when it's coming. I mean, that is amazing to me how, uh, how just the ability that they have to just track this and say, Oh, there's, there's new COVID coming and you better get ready. So mask up, uh, play for me clip number one the myths about children and COVID, that kids aren't really harmed by it, that school closures were a massive and avoidable mistake, that they cause learning loss and mental health issues. Those myths, and they are myths, dangerous myths, have endured for so long, become so ingrained, so pervasive, that they're not just something Fox viewers believe. I'm sure many of you watching at home have sadly come to accept many of these myths as true. So we need to reassert what the actual truth of the matter is, especially if we are to be prepared for the next pandemic when it inevitably comes, and especially if we are to protect and not abandon our kids right now as they return to school. Yeah, Uh, you can shove that up your ass, dude. Um, Statistically speaking, we have gone over this many, many times on this show. Actually, given the numbers on how it absolutely did harm children and their education. It harmed them psychologically. It increased the suicide counseling and even the suicide numbers. So, Mehdi Hassan, you want to get up there with your, you know, whatever stick up your ass and and whoever's controlling the narrative there telling you what to say. It is not a myth. It is not a myth. You can't tell me You cannot tell me that sticking paper over a kid's face uh, 
throttling a child by, by wrapping a piece of cloth around their face or a piece of paper around their face, putting them in plexiglass, isolating them, telling them not to interact or touch or have anything to do with other human beings. You can't tell me that psychologically that's not damaging. To, to retard their educational process by taking them out of the classroom and putting them in front of a screen, which they're already in front of way too much. And now they're in front of a screen, what, you know, eight to 12 hours a day. You're telling me that that's actually good for them, that we're supposed to embrace that? No, you kiss my ass on that. These people are propagandists. These people are pushing a narrative. They don't care about your children, first of all. Mehdi Hassan, MSNBC, none of the producers at MSNBC, the people writing these stories, they don't care about your children. They, they don't give a rat's ass about your children. They don't care if your children live or die. They don't care about you. And he could say, oh, you Fox viewers. The fact that he's willing to create the label and the categorize and say, well, you Fox News viewers and maybe some of you. See, he's already creating a classification list between those who should know something and those who probably don't know something. He's already exchanged in his mind who he thinks is intellectual and who's not. Because you Fox News viewers, well, you, y'all are just stupid redneck backwoods hicks that don't understand science. And he's going to be the guy who's going to stand up there in, 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 his, in his, you know, his three-piece suit, his brown skin, and his little slight accent and try to sound dignified by telling you that this is myth, that it is harming your children. Well, my redneck white country ass will tell you to come here and kiss it, dude, because it absolutely does harm our children. You don't believe me? You want to see how compassionate the left is? You want to see how much the left cares about your children? You want to see how much they really are concerned with your health and safety? Okay, here we go. Play clip number two. Too young. No, they're not too young. That one's 12 years old. I mean, but you shouldn't look at a little girl and tell them that you hope you they know, die. You masks are only for people like me, right? Men, people like me. Yeah, you think that you're diseased? Hey, hey, oh, shut hey, up, hey, asshole. Get the hell out of here. Look, there's no... It's not mandatory for him to come. So they don't want your germs? Oh, that's not your place to judge that. Let, let him let him not deal with that. Yeah, so I can get sick and die, and you can die, and these people can die. I work in a hospital, I see people die every day. It's bad. You want to see your father dying? It's mom, not good. My mom works in the nursing field too. It's bad. That's his choice. No, it's not. I've got DeWine. I'll tell DeWine that Burger King here does not make you wear a mask and they'll shut you down. Let's go. <laughs> uh, 
All right. First of all, let's let's this walking cankle. Um, <laughs> so they're at a Burger King. This guy's got his children with him. Don't know what is said to the young girl, but the young girl walks out crying. He's carrying another toddler and she turns and says, I hope your kids get sick and die. Now, maybe this is one of those people that watches Mehdi Hassan, you know, one of these intellectuals that watches MSNBC, not a Fox News viewer. I mean, no, this walking lipid uh, is, is going to tell you that uh, she works in a hospital and she sees people die every day. Well, if that's the case, then um, if she's watching people die every day, please, God, don't submit your health care to her or anywhere where she's working. Um but uh, she says, oh, yeah, well, they're going to put a mask on for eight hours a day at school. So why not when you come into Burger King? So she's waiting on, on her heart, heart attack in a sack <clears throat> and then going to sit there and lecture you on how you need to not only take care of yourself and mask your children, <clears throat> but how you, you know, you don't need to come around her because people are going to get sick and die. Honey, you might not. That fat bitch might not have even made it to the car. I don't even know at this point. I mean, you can't even walk because the ass on the back of her looks like a semi-trailer. But she's going to tell you to mask your children. See, it, this this is the place where somebody slaps the bitch out of somebody else, quite honestly. And because, you know, when you come after somebody's children, that's a whole other rule of engagement. And no, I'm not encouraging you to go out and put your hands on somebody or breathe on them or cough on them or sneeze on them or pull the mask off their face because that's assault. And even though they're the ones who deserve the direct justice for being absolute imbeciles, pompous, arrogant assholes, you're the one who's going to go to jail for it. <laughs> so that's the unfortunate world that we live in is that we have to deal with not only this level of stupidity, but the arrogance that's mixed with it. So, yeah, Mehdi Hassan, I'm glad that you feel so sophisticated and intellectual by exposing the myths to those Fox News viewers. But maybe you could pull her in for a little counseling session as well. Maybe you'd pat her on the back because she's doing God's work by telling that man that his kids are going to die. And that she wishes it would happen, specifically his kids. Because the manager comes out and says, you can't say that. You know, you're saying kids are going to die. Well, I want theirs to die. See, I don't, I don't know what, what level of stupid you have to achieve to get there. But see, it starts with a certain level of brainwashing. But, but again, when you already don't value human life, and, and we know that the left doesn't because why would you, why would you abort a million you know, babies a year and push for the first? Why would you celebrate your abortion? Um, you know, shout it loud, shout it proud. So you already don't value human life. Uh, you know, why wouldn't you say things like this? See, see, these screaming leftists, when they do that, when they start raging like that, you, you know what that is? That's a totalitarian trying to come out of them. That, that, that's, 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 the demon, that's the demon of totalitarianism, trying to escape from their body and manifest physically. That's what you're seeing when those people start screaming and re re like that. So remember that. Remember that whenever people want to tell you to mask up, mask your children, and, and to do all of these things that are going to change your life and limit your freedoms and liberties over Mehdi Hassan's so-called myth. Remember, this is what you're dealing with. That's the mentality. Now, sometimes they contain it a little better than that, and they do a better, more humble job of expressing their stupidity. But that right there, that's the manifestation 
of what's truly going on in the inside of these people because they've been absolutely brainwashed. All right, guys, you uh, you got to clean your guns. It is a necessary hassle, but if you're going to be a gun owner, you got to do that dirty job. You got to do it. Patches are messy. They're inefficient. The rope cleaning elements, like the boar snake, they use a two-color pattern, which when you pull them through the barrel of your gun, it can hide the dirt, and that's not good enough. Fortunately, I found a better solution, and that's barrel, buddy. Barrel, buddy. Compresses to fill the interior of your gun's barrel, and it makes sure to clean the rifling grooves. It comes in seven different sizes to match any caliber firearm, and barrel, buddy, is composed of polymers that don't leave behind the residual particles so it's safer as well amazing concept so it cleans by scrubbing and collecting particulates then absorbs any remaining residue and buffs the interior surface clean you can even lubricate your firearm while you're cleaning it so cleaning your guns it is a really important step in being a responsible gun owner and barrel buddies a totally new concept a better way to take care of your firearms so get some today i love it you're gonna love it i love it you're gonna love it like i love it i guarantee you so go to barrelbuddy.com today that is barrelbuddy.com and we'll be right back. And I know that you guys probably look at me and think, you know, oh, you're 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 being too brazen about this thing. You're being mean about it. Yeah, I, I actually am. That's how passionately I feel about it. I, I just because again, don't let your memory be that short on what literally just happened in our society. It cannot happen again. We can't allow it to happen again. You can't do this again. And you wonder psychologically what it is that motivates people um, to be this passionate about, uh, you know, masking themselves about limiting their movement about wanting to stay at home and, and you, you what, i'm going to tell you in a nutshell what it is okay these people are already dealing with such massive fear and insecurity in their life that it, this this came as almost a relief they finally it gave them something to cling to that gave them a comfort blanket i mean it gave them a safety blanket right you know just something to, to hold on to whether it was the mask then it became the vaccine and, and it was this it was this safety thing that that they could tell the entire world, see, I finally matter. I'm finally doing something that is contributing to the world, to society. I'm wearing my mask and you should you should honor me or at least look at me with respect because I'm willing to make the sacrifice for humanity. Well, then afterwards, you know, people started taking the masks off and you were told that the masks didn't work. Uh, it's actually you're, you're consuming not only your own human filth, but you're poisoning yourself with the, uh, the pollutants that are already in the mask, not to mention what you're doing to the planet with the massive amounts of landfilled waste from these masks. You know, I, for the longest time, for two years, I'd go around and put it on my Instagram story where I'd see a mask. Somebody just throws it out in the street and I'd make a post. It's more sheep shit. You know, they're just leaving it behind wherever they go. They're just dropping it on the ground. They don't care. But man, the studies came out and they started realizing, we talked about it on this show, that people who were continuing to wear the mask, they saw themselves quite simply as being less attractive. They, it gave them something to cover up half their face. They didn't, want to, they didn't want to smile. Maybe they were introverted. They didn't want to interact with somebody. But the studies came out and those that were polled, they find themselves less attractive. 
I, I, listen, here's the thing. I don't give a damn if you wear a full face ski mask everywhere you go. I, I, re- I don't care. I'm not afraid of you. I don't, I don't, you walk in the bank. We just know you're coming. We don't think you're robbing the place. Do, do, your, do your deal. We're already dealing with, you know, people in masks out there from Antifa to whoever else, the rioters. Wear your mask if that's what makes you happy. If you feel the need to, you know, to live in obscurity like that, you, you, you can have, a, you know, a 365-day-a-year Mardi Gras. Just put your mask on. Have a good time with it. Knock yourself out. Head to toe. Cover up. Walk around like Casper the Friendly Ghost. Just cut out some eye holes. I really don't care. But don't you dare come at me and tell me I got to do that crap. Because I know your next step. I know your next step. Because the mask ain't enough. First of all, no. Just no. I'm not putting that on my face again. I didn't do it last time. You know, I did it. I did it on occasion to fly on an airplane. Because that was the deal. Out of convenience sake, I did it. Because I don't, you know. Not get on a fight in a, you know, I'm getting, not getting on a fight in an airplane with a flight attendant. So I just did it, but not again. I won't do it. Just won't fly. Period. Just won't fly. I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to go anywhere. You know, me and Brandon and Joe, we'll just sit there at Studio 22. They're in the mothership right there, Irving, <laughs> Texas. We'll never leave. That's where we'll live, boys. Yeah, yeah. I've, we'll I just felt, sit up there. We'll, I felt bad because I had my mother was in town the other day, and I just now luckily she hates the masters just as much as I do. But I just told her I was like, if they bring them back. I don't think I'm going to be able to make myself get on a plane. Like, I cooperated because no. I was in L.A. when it happened, and I, I didn't want to be difficult. I didn't really care. But I just I just can't do it again. Yeah, not going to do it. Yeah. Not going to do it. And I was in um, California, you know, last week, mm-hmm. and so many people just getting on the planes, and they're in the airport in San Diego still with the masks, and it's like, Guys, I don't know if you know this or not, but but you made it. You survived. <laughs> it wasn't because of the mask. But I know the next steps, Brandon, because they're not going to stop at that. They're never. We saw what happened last time. Until they get the results of what they really want, they're not going to stop. So here's what they want. Play clip number six. The president said in, in Tahoe that he had tentatively decided to recommend everyone get the new vaccine. When is he going to decide finally? So as you, I think you've heard from the uh, FDA and CDC, uh, they've made an announcement on the new vaccine. Uh, so certainly uh, they said that they will have an, there'll be an updated vaccine in September, mid-September, I believe. So uh, we know that, as you all know, vaccinations against COVID-19 remains the safest protection for avoiding hospitalization, long-term health outcomes and death, which is why we are we are going to be encouraging uh, Americans to stay up to date on their vaccines. Okay, so so let me unpack what's being said there. A new vaccine. What what it, what what is this like a, a micro Microsoft Windows update at this point? I mean, is this a uh, iOS update for your Apple? Uh, is this you know you you plug your phone up and at two a.m. It, it does the new you know whatever platform for your for your iPhone? The new vaccine. What what about the old vaccine? Are you telling me the vaccine that they we've already had for a couple of years like that was inefficient? I mean, are you, are you finally admitting that it did not do all the things that Rachel Maddow said it was going to do on MSNBC? If you get the vaccine, remember how that condescending, I won't say what she is, but that condescending person um, was telling you, if you get the vaccine, you won't give COVID away. You can't get it and you won't give it. Or Bill de Blasio, you mean if I get a vaccine, I get these yummy fries. I can get these yummy fries. Are, wait, are, are you telling me there's a, you're telling me 
There's a burger element to this as well. Oh, is it too early? Can I, can I eat this this early in the morning? Oh, I can have a burger. Oh, oh, I shouldn't have taken such a big bite. So if you get your vaccine, there's, there's these, inc- these yummy fries and a burger. Don't you want a burger? Don't you want a burger? No, I want to slap the shit out of you so that the burger falls out of your face. That's what I want. Because, because you lying imbeciles treating everybody like they're ignorant little children that are too naive to figure out how to take care of their own lives. You're telling them now KJP is going to say, well, we've got this new vaccine that's going to roll out. New and improved vaccine, whatever, 4.0. And it's like, no, because again... It's not common sense to sit there and think that some universal health care procedure is going to take care of everybody in the world. Somebody said the other day, said, oh, this stuff like, you know, that came out that Bronny James, the son of LeBron James, had a uh, had a birth defect, a congenital birth defect, which caused him to have a heart attack. He's 18 years old. A lot of people immediately speculated, was it the was it the covid vaccine? And everybody just came out patting themselves, you know, this self masturbatory congratulations. Everybody said, see, it was a congenital heart defect and all of you people on the right are saying it was the vaccine. Well, you still don't know that the vaccine didn't exacerbate part of the problem. So that's kind of a moot point. Your, 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 you know, your little logical fallacy there kind of fell right apart, didn't it? It's because it could have it could have had a problem with that. We don't know. But let's assume that it didn't. Let's just say you had a congenital heart defect and this rare wild occurrence happened in a, in a peak, you know, uh, elite alpha um, athlete, the son of one of the greatest athletes that's ever existed on the planet in all time, uh, Bronny james had this heart attack and thank god he's okay and and you want to look at that and you want to say oh see it wasn't the vaccine well you still can't say that vaccine injuries don't happen because they do and whether Bronny james it happened to him or not you can't just say see all vaccines are safe because well we just proved that that one guy had a congenital heart defect and had a heart attack they do happen They do happen. So this idea that Corrine Jean-Pierre is going to stand up there and look at me and the American public and say, yeah, everybody's got to get this new vaccine. Absolutely not. That's not going to, it's just not going to happen. Not going to happen. It's just like, I'm not going to borrow your blood pressure medicine. And I don't want you borrowing mine because you have a treatment plan for whatever it is that you have to deal with that works for you. And your stuff might kill me. I don't know. I don't know. But that's just that's just not good medicine. It's certainly not good science. So the whole trust the science over what getting a free hamburger. I'm sorry. That's not the science I want in my life. It's just not. Uh, golly. Wouldn't it have been great, Brandon, if that dude in Burger King had just walked over to that fat lady and just smacked the shit out of her? Wouldn't oh, that be great? Dude? Oh, God. It would have been so satisfying to watch. Yeah, yeah, you know how it just been. off the reservation you are to being a Burger King and being like, I hope you die and I hope your kids die. Like that's that's why like these people that's, are that's, they're that's, lost. There's nothing you can do to bring that person back. That's the kind of stuff Alex Stein encounters. Yeah. Like when he's at Taco Bell and the lady hits him. Like I, I like you just smack the shit out of this lady, and and boom, there it is. That uh, that could be the only that. good thing that comes out of this is maybe Alex will get some more good man on the street content with these <laughs> lunatics. <laughs> that would deserve a streamy. Oh. That right there Ooh. would deserve a streamy because I'd watch that over and over again. All right, yeah. hang tight, everybody. We'll be right back. <laughs> You know, it's interesting to watch things um, 
unfold in certain scenarios, certain circumstances, things that happen where you think you know how something's going to go down. Like you got up this morning, you made a plan to go do something big, you know, and you called your buddies on the phone and said, hey, here's what we're going to do today. Get ready. It's going to be it's going to it's going to be wild. It's going to be successful. It's going to be cool. And then it doesn't go the way you planned it to go. How you deal with that curveball, all right? Suddenly your circumstances change or, you know, life just throws you a variant and you're like, oh, uh, we weren't expecting that to happen and to be thrown in the middle of our plans. I want to give you a great exhibit of that happening. <laughs> and I've watched this video over and over again. And so, Brandon, I want... I want us to watch it, and then I want to go back and I want to unpack it a little bit, okay? Okay. So, so I want you to bear with me. Keep it pulled up after we play it, because I, I want to give you guys some some of Chad, my Chad interpretation of what happens when a wrench gets tossed into the motor, okay? Play clip number seven. Let me just ask you before you try it. Is there a way to play that clip with the volume down on it so I can talk over it? Yeah. Can we do that? All right. So let's just roll into that for a minute and let's pause it here and there. Okay. So this, first of all, before you play it, this, this is the Indian reservation. This is, this is the uh, Native American reservation in Nevada. Um, you get on the reservation, on the res, uh, you throw the rules out. <laughs> Right. They pretty much do what they want to do. So this is one of the uh, rangers there on the reservation. Start playing the clip. Now he drives. These are climate protesters. All right. And they just assume he's going to do like all of them do. And that's just going to stop. Now, stop the clip right about. Keep going. Roll into it right about there. OK. OK. So he just drives into the flatbed trailer. There's the chick sitting on the end of it. She's just Lottie da This is the way, <laughs> you know, we're just supposed to come out and have a little protest. Me and the buddies, you know, we called each other. We made a plan. Nothing's going to go wrong. Boom. Now her butt's getting thrown to the asphalt because he just decided to keep driving right on through their protest and spin the trailer. Now, I want you to pay specific attention to uh, the lady right there in the foreground with the white backpack on. All right. Because she sees her buddy who's now getting tossed off the flatbed trailer as this officer drives through their little protest. And, you know, now watch her. Watch this reaction. She runs out there. Now, I want to remind you, this is Nevada. This is the desert, which means, uh, pause it right here, pause it right here, because he turns around, he's coming back. That asphalt is hot. <laughs> it's black. It's black asphalt. 
it's drawing the sun. It's a couple hundred degrees. All right, so he's going to come back. Now, you still got your eye to the right of the screen. White backpack. She walks out there. She's going to be mishelpful until the officer gets out there and says, pulls out his taser, pulls out his gun. I don't know, but says, get on the ground. Well, then the one starts screaming. Now, watch right here. They get on the ground. Stop it right there. Suddenly, they realize... The asphalt's real freaking hot. Now, you see the girl who's sitting right there in the middle at the, in the front of the truck. Now, the one in the white with the Gilligan's Island hat on, he put his poster board down and got on top of the poster board because it's hot. Now, the, the girl, you, you see the girl sitting in front. She sits her ass with her short shorts down. She, she sits her little ass on the asphalt. She's immediately adjusting herself because suddenly she's discovered that it ain't a happy little protest anymore, and now her ass is baking at 300 degrees. Now, you notice, stop it right there. Now, roll it back. Roll it back a little bit because I want us to go back to lady in the white backpack. All right, so keep rolling back. She's sitting on the ground there. Now, remember, she was out on the asphalt until a guy came out and pulled his gun. She walks off the asphalt. She comes and she goes over. When he starts screaming, get out on the ground she at least had the smarts to get off the black asphalt and go sit her butt in the gravel so play it she sits down she's watching what's going on she realizes oh shit this is getting serious and she's like nope never mind i'm out suddenly i'm no longer part of the protest and she keeps walking play it she walks right in front of the camera whoever's shooting it here and she's like you know what i think i'm gonna go back over here with the bystanders (laughs) 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 i think i'm now i'm just now i think i'm just observing now back at the beginning of that you see the girl in the hat who by the way uh the, the lady with the longer brown hair, she's the one. She kind of reminds me of, you remember the clip of Martha's Vineyard where they're hugging the illegals and sending them away yeah. with the cookies and the milk? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, you know, she's got her little hand over her heart. And she's like, oh, our little illegals have all grown up and now they're on the bus and they're leaving. Bye, illegals. Bye. We love you. We miss you so much, Miguel. She kind of reminds me of that person. And so... She turns around with a smile on her face when he drives through the, the protest block, through the, through the flatbed truck. And she goes, she's smiling. Like, she goes, did you get that? Did you get that on film? Did you get that? Yes, we did get your crimes. We did get your crimes on film. So we're happy to have you blocking, um, you know, reservation highway in uh, law enforcement we actually did get that on camera so here she is you see her she's filming she looks back with her smile and she's like did you get that but oh my gosh when in your free time watch this a few thousand times the, the, the humanity and the reaction of people when suddenly your day and your plans go to crap is hilarious to watch. Now, they're now bringing up this officer. Of course, they're going to investigate his actions or whatever. But let me just say that, my friends, in my worldview, is how you handle this level of stupidity. Just deal with it. Drive right through it and bust the party up. I didn't mean to mess up your Black Panther party. I mean, just Forrest Gump the hell out. Out of it all right uh, it's a beautiful clip it's a beautiful day i love y'all hang tight we'll be right back yeah don't you love to see it actually i don't uh there's a teacher in new york city who posted on social media about teaching children consent I don't know if you guys remember that story or not. Well, now has been accused of raping 
her 14 year old student for many months um we'll see how that story comes out but something weird about people that want to keep on um what happened to us something weird happens whenever uh uh people want to keep talking to kids about stuff like this and um yeah things tend to kind of pop out so she was charged with rape criminal sexual act and acting in a manner injurious to a child less than 17 years old faces up to 17 years in prison if she's convicted uh or a wood chipper i don't know watchchad.com is where all the fun stuff is head over to chad on blaze.com get your uh i visited the white i went to the white house and all i got was this crummy t-shirt and a bag of coke uh it's a fantastic t-shirt it really is and um but uh, come see me in kansas city make your plans now look at my schedule there at watchchad.com see what's up if you guys haven't subscribed to blaze tv at blaze tv.com slash chad use promo code chad and save on your annual subscription but uh let me just go ahead and say once again, thanks uh, thanks to Brandon, thanks to Joe, thanks to the crew here in Nashville for helping accommodate us on the road. We love you. God bless you. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Who knows what's going to happen between now and then, but we'll find out. See you then. Bye.